welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the 5th Edition of Dungeons & Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. So did uh, you all get a chance to uh, check out Lex's post up above? I don't feel comfortable running a Steam Jack. Uh, well, in character, since you lack the actual skill to run one effectively and safely, it totally makes sense for you to say, I'm just going to leave Gunny where he is so I don't break him. So yeah, I totally will I'm throw like... that one out to you. Or he wanders off into the ocean on his own. I am very happy to make sure that he is fed and cared for, like all creatures need to be. But I don't feel comfortable, you know. Taking him out into a fight. Did you all read the letter that she left? I did, but that was a while back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Let me scroll up. Oh no, not chat in the game. Uh it's chat. I mean, uh, I can post it in the roll twenty. Hey, hold on, no, no, I'm gonna. Oh, in the roll twenty. Oh 20. my god, that Godzilla is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi Godzilla. I mean, if ET can be in the Star Wars universe, why not Godzilla? Right. Obviously, the three-headed dragon one that the aliens dropped off was totally a Sith uh, creation. <laughs> we'll make a Sith abomination and drop it off on your planet. It's totally a Sith plan. You said it's in roll twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's in the Skype chat. It's in the Skype oh, chat. It's, Skype. it's back. Okay. It was. Yeah. It was back. It was in a October. really sweet letter. It was. I'll totally let Kelly read it out open as Theo opens the box and reads the letter. Oh well, I was. Should I start with the whole thing? Sure. That evening, Mia locks herself in her room and starts banging away fixing Gunny. Through the locked door, she says she will discuss everything with uh, with the group over breakfast. She furiously repairs Fix's Gunny, and once he is restored, she pushes all of her power into an order telling Gunny to obey Theo. She hangs her Warcaster armor up on the repair rack, but does not fix it. In the morning, the group notices that Mia's door is open and her room, normally a shamble of tools and parts and newspapers, books, is completely clean. Mia is gone. On her made bed is a note and a necklace and a weapons box. The necklace is long enough to be hidden under clothing armor and well taken care of. It has two heartstones, ears that are essential to the steam jack cortexes, one is very small and old. The other is expensive looking and flashy and large. A soul coil from a high-end battle jet. A kite-shaped sapphire ruined by a spider's web of black inclusions in it. And a dainty copper E pendant. The box is laid open and you see a custom and intricately made large dagger. It has ancient Nis runes inscribed on it with a strange black metal alloy double-sided blade. The grip is wrapped in dark green leather and the pommel is black and has serpent design on it with green stone eyes. There are two empty spots where weapons were. In this, uh, one of the slots seems identical to the other, to the one, to the one the dagger is currently in. The other appears to be a slot for a hand cannon. 
the letter on the page ripped from the end pages of a book is, is written hurriedly and in Nina's large, flowy handwriting. You cannot go where I'm going. Please do not try to follow me or find, follow or find me. Do not ask around or even speak about me. You do not care that I am gone. You will be watched. Callus, just know that how much, how much this is going to vex you gives me the greatest comfort and joy. If you just desperately need to be a saint, as is your usual, look after Derek. Theo, Gunny will obey you. Keep him close as he can be destructive by nature. Oh, <laughs> Gargosh, please protect my necklace until I get back or until you are at your favorite spot on the sea and it is the most perfect day, then release it. Please completely destroy this letter by fire. Once you have read it and know that I am proud to consider all of you friends of mine. Mia, yes, Callus. I stole some of your bullets and I'm still up by two. <laughs> I will miss y'all in the next. Oh, you gotta read that part. <laughs> so as so, the uh, three of y'all are gathered around as Theo's sharing the letter with you. Sorry, I read that so poorly. Well, it's you because got it your, your greasy hands were smudging up the letter. That's why. Oh. Right. <laughs> and your tears were making the ink smear. Aww. Yeah, but she's telling pirates to not do stuff. That seems yeah, I know, very, right? Very negative. I'm sorry. <laughs> With my nature, the fact that she repeatedly in capital letters says, do not. Yeah, very negative. Uh, is is almost like yeah no do this yeah that's <laughs> all of those very capital do nots were very suspicious no yeah. and the thing is I'm like okay it's an anagram that's what it is oh, okay <laughs> so he <laughs> is like okay so all right so do not could be uh Donut. Uh, <laughs> donut. Donut. Here we go. <laughs> She's robbing a donut. Okay, donut shop? is a circle. Donut is, <laughs> is a sweet circle. So go full circle. Okay. She sees she wants her thing. <laughs> wow. Oh. Just the fact she's so adamantly telling me do not. It's like, oh, sure, I'm going to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just want to go for Basically, donuts now. Right. Throwing down the glove. Just throwing down the glove. Like, don't you challenge me and tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> it is suspicious. That's all. That's all I'm gonna. It is suspicious and. She's uh, suffering, you know, she's hiding from something in her past. And I'm sorry, if we don't go through the, you know, if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat it. So. <laughs> or look at her room. Is she being mind controlled? Why else would it look like that? You know, <laughs> Gorgos, you make a very good point. It's very unlike Mia. I'm just saying. Can I? Let's see. What would it be? Uh-oh. I hear suspicious like people's voices. Analyze the handwriting. Analyze oh, the handwriting with what skill? Flowy handwriting. So. Well, that's what I'm looking at, trying to figure what skill that would be, whether... Um, Are you forgery. Forgery? A forger's kit? No, but... I mean... Uh, I got... And intimidation. Uh, I have a different character in a different game that's a forger. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might have been our forger. I believe she was. Yes. <laughs> well, crap. Don't be so cynical. I'm sure she still is. <laughs> <laughs> of course she is. Yeah. Now, like I said, I don't know the. I mean. I don't think slide of hand. I don't even know what forging uses. 
Uh, it's actually proficiency forgery kit. Yeah, but I mean, what's the base stat? It, it would be, you know, whatever stat you're using, usually intelligence or wisdom. At yeah, least yes, for yes. the uh, reading of the forging, you could totally play off. I'm using my dexterity to flowy, flowy to give yourself an extra option. Yeah. yeah, well, I was looking at possibly insight, just knowing her, the wording, personality, da 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 but I, I, I personally would not be any good at the insight part, so I'm negative one at insight, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hear my insight. Well, I'm just. Well, it wouldn't be insight because that's reading a person. This would be right, but you are reading a person. Would it be investigation? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you could go that way. Perception. Yeah. Investigation or perception? (laughs) If you're trying to get into Mia's head, that that would be an insight check. Yeah, I mean, it's her knowing her mannerisms and whether the words follow her way of amateur and. Speaking, that's where I would potentially allow, if I, you know, insight potentially. Yeah. But yes, I'm not reading her directly, but but like I said, I my insight sucks. So uh, my insight is negative one as well. Yeah, perception. I don't know. But I'm negative one perception. And there's no vigilance. So <laughs> how about investigation? Because investigation. Yeah could also imply certain of the same. Yeah. You know, because she's got other materials there. You can compare, you know, that yeah. type of thing. Are you good I at that? Investigation. I have a three in it. Okay. Well, that's better than one. <laughs> but investigation. Well, you can try. Okay. Oh, you just say we tried. While you're investigating, I'm going to grab one of the urchins we have sitting around and send them out to get us donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you have urchins for, so, you know, that, that's an important thing. Yeah. Notice, yet. Right. You are too bereft as you sniffle, sniffle, and you're like, this is Mia's handwriting. Why would she leave Gunny and all of us? And I, and I like, lean on Gunny and <laughs> well, obviously, she's not in her right state of mind, so we have to, you know, go save her from herself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, <laughs> she is on our crew. We can't. You know what? I follow my heart, and I am, you know, it, it's part of my bond, and my heart is breaking. So I have to go, you know, so. That's it. Got to save her from herself. Again. Exactly. I mean, she's on the crew. She's she takes highest priority. Yeah, it's 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 my bond. I follow my heart. Yeah, it's in my heart. That's um, my ideal. My crewmates are more important to me than any code of ethics. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Two of us, inspiration, right there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you have earned inspiration by focusing on this. As you guys are totally heartbroken and bereft, wondering what the heck's going on. And you remember that really weird interaction where she left abruptly at the, got that box at the bar and she left the bar really abruptly. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, we're going to have to be subtle about this. <laughs> yeah, <us little. laughs> I'm sorry, I just have to laugh real quick. I'm sorry, um, got, what? I, I I don't know that word. But because uh, he obviously thinks that we're going to be in danger because of whatever is in her <laughs> So, well, she just told me I don't know about that. She just told me no, so that's all that I'm like. Yeah, what? No. Uh, <laughs> Nis runes. Tell me more about Nis runes. Do I know if I can I roll something about? Uh, you do not, because it's basically the Elven Nis culture. Okay, how about Callus then? I was gonna say because <laughs> it's like history. I mean, I mean, you could totally do a history. I mean, I would love to try and do a history. Well, I, I on, meant you know, Callus. Go. Because you don't speak uh, the the language, do you? No, you? I don't. 
Uh-huh. You, they're all French. <laughs> so this whole time I probably should be tucking in a French accent. <laughs> I am Tio. <laughs> but yes, I am Iles, and so yes, I do Spreckency. You Spreckency elf. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm doing a history. Yep. All right. So hard to get used to, like, oh, I don't have to wait. I just you, you don't have to wait for me to set the difficulty. It's me. Can I spend a wow. point? <laughs> so uh, you you know for a fact it is a Nis rune. More appropriately, the runes relate to a Nis house, you know, a family clan. But it's not one that you seem to have any familiarity with with the eight that you roll. It could Very be mean. that during the great, you know, there's a reason why the Nist are still angry elves because the whole humans killing their gods to get magic in the first place. You know, so a lot of the elven households in the ancient times disappeared because basically right. they just died out. Because, you know, when you lose your entire religious caste, basically, bad things happen. Yep. But uh, you don't seem familiar at all with this. But then it is going to give you lots of questions next time you get to see her of the whole uh, that she is definitely of if this is her property, not just stolen. I mean, you guys are thieves. All the shit in this house is practically stolen. So you never know. But she could belong to basically like a noble line of knits. But Ooh. one that's not well known for either they disappeared off the history books or they made themselves disappear off the history books. Both both options are out there. You know, sometimes noble mm. houses fall and are no longer noble houses, you know. I have a question. Okay, and maybe Callus can answer it being Elvin. But are they in I mean, it's, okay, so the human killed the gods stole the magic and but are the houses still under threat you mean the nis houses yes uh elves in general in the iron kingdom setting are a dying breed they're basically they don't reproduce quickly they're dying off because of all the wars and things we're not super in the social kind of emo typically yeah, elf culture is basically a dying breed. You know, within a dozen generations, there may be less than a few hundred elves of each of the species. You know. How do elves feel about the half-elves? Well, there are no half-elves in Iron Kingdom. Oh, I thought. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're angry, emo at everybody. They're a pale version of drow, basically. So the, so the fact that we have two... In our group is actually kind of yeah yeah, and they were both chaos on top of that. Yeah, they're both mafiosos. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) nothing seems to lead to the mafioso side. It seems to be an issue, an elven issue. Your family? Are you the last remaining member of your family? I have no idea. Ah, I fought in the wars and I. No idea what happened to all of them. I mean, let's not forget yeah. there was five years ago where demons popped up all over the world and started kidnapping people at, at random too. That doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. yeah. Now my family is the Kayaza or Kayozi or, yep. or Kayazi. Basically, think Russian so. mafia. Did uh, what, she ever tell us what her family was? Oops. Or nice. So maybe she's been keeping it a secret. She's been keeping or things. the one she told us was hers is not really hers. Is she also crazy or is she something else? No, she's crazy. <laughs> okay. I'm crazy. Oh my goodness. I'm the only one who's not crazy. But you're a pirate. <laughs> so it's you, okay. You, <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> That's why I'm the captain. I got a level head on my shoulders. <laughs> none of the like none of the stuff hinted at or looked at or you know that we have here as far as evidence appears to be Kayazi leaning in 
Is that a fair assumption or that that is definitely a fair assumption. Yeah. So it None of seems it, to be we, from her Iosum past. Yeah, it seems seems it must come from her past, not from uh, her gang affiliation. Okay. So we can uh, we can mark them off the concern list. How much does that necklace look like it's worth? Uh, <laughs> don't you dare! No, give, I'm give not. Give me an investigation, and I can I can tell you. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, give me an investigation, and I can tell you roughly how much you estimate it's worth. I mean, it does have the the little you know charms on it. Seem very interesting and unique. I mean, <laughs> you could probably hawk it for a drink. It's shiny. And unique enough that somewhere between one drink and a night's carousing, somewhere between oh. that. And if you give it to the right female trollkin, maybe more. <laughs> well, it's it's just the way my pirate mind works is is just noticing. I'm charged with taking care of it. You know that very cute trollkin down the way who works at the bakery. This necklace would make a great ankle bracelet for her. <laughs> it's just a cheap trinket. <laughs> yeah. I'll let it so go for she... a few copper. <laughs> so as you guys, you know, you guys, you know, you're you're mourning the loss and, and totally out of character. I will tell you she is coming back, so you don't have to worry about that. But your characters don't yeah. know this. So you're mourning the loss of your for good friend. I mean, she practically was the glue that stuck the team together from a certain point of view. Then your alchemist came up with real glue and kept you guys together. <laughs> so you guys, you know, you spend a week basically, you know, moping. And every time you guys look at Gunny or her armor or her room, you guys each, you know, take a silent moment to yourself, hoping that she'll be back soon, doing, taking care of whatever she needs to take care of. Thankfully, you each respect and the idea. And researching these runes. You're researching those runes. Okay. If at all possible. Go ahead, Kelly and Theo, while she's obsessing with the rune, jotting them down on pieces of paper and asking questions and going to the local library that only a noble can get to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and give me your investigation. Would that be investigation? Okay. Oh, not natural 20. Yay. A dirty 20. The only reference that you're finding for those runes is a myth story that involves a curse that something about a curse between a snake and a spider that <laughs> from the very vague notes you're picking up from the NIS translations in this library, that it's a uh, tale about a curse and a snake that are locked in eternal combat trying to kill each other, even though, you know, they're mortal enemies. They never quite finish each other off. A curse and a snake? Yeah, it's about like a fable, uh, like a, a fable about a curse between a snake and a spider that oh, try to kill each other as mortal enemies, but they never finish each other off. Hmm. You know, in the... The chain of fables, there's always some clever way one escapes the other. Interesting. And it's one of those fables that, you know, like each generation of Nis rewrote it in a different way. So there's, you know, whatever the true origin of the fable is, you don't know. It's been lost to ancient elven history. Ooh, maybe it's a... Metaphor? One house's symbol is a snake and one house's symbol is a spider. That yeah, was one of my thoughts. Family. That was a thought. As you know, Theo totally comes back and starts, you know, pulls down her recipes off her cork board and starts putting up the conspiracy board. <laughs> <laughs> Running the yarn back and forth. <laughs> so while uh, while you're doing this research, do me a favor and give me a perception check at disadvantage. Your this head is, is in your book. Well. Okay, hold. This is not going to end well, guys. <laughs> Perception. Uh huh. All right, here we go. Everything <laughs> fine. I don't know this shit. You have this huge stack of of 
elven texts on your table as you're researching this big chalk drawing of the rune that you made because you figured if you blew up the drawing, it'd be easier to find. Do you think somebody noticed me researching this? (laughs) And uh, you you make it back and realize that, nope, you're not noticing, uh, you're not getting anything other than that fable in different translations. You know, can I spend an evening down at the docks buying a round or two for some of my friends who are involved in discreet transportation? <laughs> discreet. Okay. Maybe provide a description or two. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're bringing a, a a facsimile of the rune? Is that what you're saying? No, they're they're investigating the rune. I'm the rune. I'm investigating the person specifically. Discrete transportation of people, not not objects. Yeah, people transportation leaving the the island yeah. that might have had somebody on it. Okay, right? yeah. so so you're you're yeah. following up with the, the your smuggler contacts to see yeah if how Mia okay. left town yeah. yeah okay go ahead and give me your investigation are you willing to throw money out there to help make things easier absolutely yes how Here's much money trip. are you willing to spend how much do I have? You know that 20 gold is a good and solid uh, assistance to you. Almost an advantage to you to get lips to part. You know, I am going to spend exactly 20 gold. Wow. I mean, whatever it takes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll spend 20 gold. I'll, I'll, like I said, I was buying around. I was putting money in the right pockets i know who can be bought and who can be oh can i use persuasion rather than investigation fortunately persuasion is convincing somebody investigation is finding out convincing who knows the information yeah fine then i'm using my inspiration i got for Ooh, okay i like that spinning it quick okay yeah well she's worth it oh well, remember, you, already, oh, thank God. you don't have to spend your inspiration because you already have advantage if you're spending cash. Oh, I forgot. Okay, well, then right. I won't so spend that. Then I don't spend. I forgot about that. But well done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well worth. Definitely keep you know your 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 currency there. So, with a dirty twenty, when you go around talking to all the people who are the people. They, and you're asking about Mia specifically, right? You're, you're name dropping? You know what? Yeah. Okay. Well, she probably wouldn't be traveling under her name, though, would she? Oh. Well, probably not her name, but if he says, you know Mia, people who know Mia yeah. know exactly who he's mm. talking about, is what, is what I'm referring to. Yeah. Member of my crew, looks like this, usually has a steam jack, but was traveling alone. You know. And uh, for most, the most parts, you're asking around of, of, you know, the usual suspect, you know, the, the, the night smugglers who would have smuggled somebody out. And as most of them are telling you, sorry, no, we have, uh, haven't really noticed anybody that used, not even anyone that seemed disguised that matches her, you know, appearance. And huh. then, uh, since you did have a dirty twenty, I'll tell totally tell you. Even the watch members that you you politely asked didn't see Mia leave town. Oh, so maybe she's still in town. She's just lying low. Yeah, or she swam <laughs> in that water. I don't know. <laughs> you might as well be swimming in Jersey. Yeah. Ew. I don't even think I'd swim in that water. <laughs> oh, it's fine. We take a dip every morning. <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs> right? I'm like, hmm. Remember, I'm the sane one. 
Yeah, swimming in the in the water. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good for the complexion. <laughs> if, if you're green. And? <laughs> <laughs> and your trochan <laughs> exemplifies that. And exactly. Uh, well, couldn't be this good at hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not a sniper. No, she's not. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Hmm. Let's see. Where else? Trying to think. Uh, what would tracking fall under? Like, Trying to track her from the house. I mean, you know, having a passive perception of 21 and all. And I mean, she basically took off from the house, you know, without anybody knowing on a slummy area. But you could try to track her. And uh, I will give that Gargosh did get one little hint. That one of the watch members, you know, her 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 little friend, uh-huh. did let you know during your investigation with the Dirty 20, because that's just too good for me not to give you something, uh-huh. that she was seen in the vicinity of another Ness elf, that it looked like she was following. Oh, really? And you pop open into Skype real quick. This is totally the description of the elf she was following. Hmm. He's kind of creepy goth looking. Yeah. So poor concerned Callus is going to try to see if he can track her. Go ahead and give me your survival with disadvantage between the Usually morning rains and everything good like that. Yep. Do I, by any chance, identify or recognize anything about the individual as well? So, nope. Yeah, I didn't think that would happen. And, and unfortunately, you, you you catch like two of her boot prints in the mud on the on the cobblestone, and then immediately the city traffic destroys any further track. Yeah. Okay, before we go much further, can we go back to something? Sure. Did I did I hear you say you had a passive perception of twenty one? Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Nothing escaped his notice. Except apparently Mia's tracks. <laughs> well, it's not one perception; it was survival. So, which I'm a negative <laughs> one at. Now, my perception is not that good. Like when I'm actively trying, I'm only a plus one. Uh, but if you're not trying, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a bunch of that like natural instinct type, you know, elven sure. shit. And and my commando awareness and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, if I'm working at it, it's like I overthink it. If I'm not thinking about it, it's like, oh, hey, there's something wrong or well, there's something. <laughs> so, and my per, and my initiative is 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 16. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why we keep you around. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty wild class and stuff, especially gumbled with the elf. Mm-hmm. And so. And, and a, a long distance rifle. Right, right, yeah. Makes for a rather disgusting combination. <laughs> Is that the official Indeed. DM viewpoint? <laughs> so, well, sadly, you guys, you know, you kind of hit brick wall after brick wall after brick wall. And you, you're, you're getting the idea that either she disappears and you're disappeared and wants to stay gone. Or she was abducted and someone was very good at making people disappear. Or great, because of course that's where we're leaning. It's like, yeah. Of course, the <laughs> the Kiazi part of you is like, you know, Callus is worrying, but like, oh god, is she sitting tied up in a carpet in some mob boss's estate, waiting to have the conversation of the the concrete boots and the fishes? Well, of course. 
course, Some, that's what happens. Somewhere I know there's a Kayazi gobber mob boss who sits in his little goblin chair and puts concrete boots on people and throws them in the water. <laughs> right. So uh, as you guys basically spend, you know, like a, a week or two montage happens, you know, as, as life is going by and she's not come back and Theo's leaving Gunny, you know, turned off with his, you know, broiler, you know, completely cooled off and his steam not but he's flowing. Totally, but I'm totally using alchemical cleaners to make him shiny and, you know, just totally giving him a... Yeah, he is ridiculously buffed and wax. polish. <laughs> As the dust is slowly forming in her room. With her tools getting covered over in dust, and you know your 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 little hirelings are like, hey guys, we got another job. If you want another job, hey hey look, we we you know you know that that dwarf engineer down the way, that he there's there's a job if you want to get some some gold coins into the the group here because the the coffer's getting kind of empty with us just sitting idle. What type of job? <laughs> I mean, we have to eat. We do, and obviously that's also a hint of, hey, move on. No. <laughs> <laughs> so is there any downtime things that you guys do besides the, the classic heroes moping with their missing party member? We're not moping. We're actively seeking, investigating, learning. Drinking. Polishing the uh, team jacket. As the the, the young I... kid, while Theo is cleaning the steam jack, says, "So you know what? You know Iron Cap down the road, that 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 blacksmith. Well, apparently, word on the street is that one of his rivals is totally looking to get his artisan tools, and is willing to pay good money for anyone that can make that happen. They want us to steal tools." I mean, it's Iron Cap. I mean, he does some of the best weapons and armor mission jobs out there. I mean, at least that's totally what the kid's telling you. I mean, I'm sure the kid's exaggerating how much the payoff is. Is the kid a dwarf? The kid is a dwarf. (laughs) Probably a relative. (laughs) Or probably spurned and not given any support as bastard cast off. Uh-huh. He, he is a street waif. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I mean, suppose we should get and, some real work done. And then if that doesn't help, you know, another one comes by and, you know, it's like, hey, check out this invitation I stole. Apparently, uh, the, the Harrow Weathers are having a showing of their art and relics for their, their noble friends coming into town. And he he shows it to Theo, and thanks to her background, she's just like, yeah, yeah, apparently it's an invitation to come to your noble friend's house and have, you know, high tea and show off their valuable trinkets they've acquired, you know, from stuff. Well, I am an artist. I do appreciate, you know, fine art, but uh, I, I'm more for the intellectual arts, the expression of science technology <laughs> but i could probably get us in <laughs> i mean i feel like our gang thinks we're nothing but common thieves we're an elite pirate crew but <laughs> art art is valuable though it, it uh, gets you some money I mean, or are you guys actively looking for something between the the drinking and the, and the investigations and the brick walls that you're running into? It's often good when faced with a problem to change your environment so that you can <laughs> look at things in a different perspective. You're saying we should steal a boat? No, saying that a quick, hopefully a, a quick job might just be the trick to get us in a fresh perspective. So, do we want money or contacts? You can always get both, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> sure, let's be greedy. Let's take both jobs. <laughs> wow. 
but I say we do the theft one first. I mean, if it helps, Boom Howler totally finds out a job from some of his shipyard buddies. Yes, your GM is just throwing ideas out at you. <laughs> that one of your buddies who works at one of the local shipyards totally tells you that his boss would totally reward somebody if the new Wormwood shipyards that are being built, if somebody just happened to go over there and burn down one of the new vessels they're making, there might be a reward in there for you. I mean, that is playing to our strengths. Right. Especially when the guy tells you that I would go do it myself if I wasn't busy working because he's willing to pay good coin for someone to go and burn the place down. <laughs> okay, well, we can definitely make that happen. Yeah. So all three jobs? Jeez. <laughs> oh, let's let's pick one. Well, seeing as the shipyard sabotage is time-sensitive because they're building the boat, if they finish the boat, the job is done. And the going over to the nobles for the showing of the Fairweathers, you know, stuff, that's like their friends are coming into town only for the week, so it's pretty time-sensitive, too. But the shipyard can be... I mean, we really do want in well with them because i mean with who the shipyard or the the shipyard you know if we're you know of the piratical bench not just (laughs) no and pretty much most things come through shipping this is you know having having a very good relationship with the shipyards is definitely a good uh, is a higher priority, I think. I mean, so sure. I say, when Boom Howler comes home drunkenly talking about it, do you ask him to have his ship worker friend come by to talk, or go to some nefarious place to talk? <laughs> Boom Howler, uh, Boom Howler can invite him to a bar. We can all meet in another bar, away from the docks, not nice. the standard, not our bar. Yeah, not our regular drinking spot, not their regular drinking spot, a neutral territory. Oh, I know just the place. I've got four or five bars that are neutral territory. (laughs) There's plenty of of Mariner dive bars on this island. And I've been told, so. (laughs) Okay. Performing. Right. No, exactly. I know it was totally professional. And he has a tab at almost none of them. (laughs) 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 Hmm. that's intriguing (laughs) all right yeah let's uh let's do it yes okay so you totally tell your buddy hey free drinks if you come over to this place to talk to my friends and chorus that's his name chorus totally is like free drinks i'll tell you all you need to know free drink Free drink. <laughs> he's, he's got a he's got a list. Yeah, he totally yeah. has a list. <laughs> and uh, he totally tells you that you know he shows up to the bar, you know, and he, he basically will need two or three drinks and some small talk to get going, unless you persuade him to be more direct there. Yeah, let's... going to go with a persuasion or a charm? Persuasion or a charm. What do I do for charm? Just charisma? Uh, persuasion. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so after the... Uh, how many drinks are you getting him I to get to business? You know, I mean, a couple of drinks just for beginning and then the third to drink while we actually start. Okay, and then he, he, he finishes off his, his second drink, and he's just like, okay. So I'm assuming you'd like to get down to the back. As he totally looks across the, individual. across the pub at a group that's getting food and drink delivered, and he, he totally gives you that look like he would love something to eat, but then you, you convince him to get on front. You've got to try the green stuff here. It's amazing. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
And no. so uh, you guys know that I I work at the Ironclad Foundry Maritime Works, building boats all day long. That's what we do. We make nails, we build boats, and we make bracing. Well, my 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 chief foreman totally told me on the sly as he gets that the owner of Ironclad Foundry would pay some interested individuals if we were looking to make some extra coin, you know, a bonus, as they call it, when we get the ships out early. If somebody could go to that new shipyard, the Dawn Harbor Shipwright, and you guys have kind of heard about them. They're 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 basically a subsidiary of the the Empire of of, of Sainar. They've come out here and they're trying to start business as a new legit shipyard in the Five Fingers. You know it's not going to go well for them at all because they have not paid protection money to anybody. Mm. Oh, I mean, that's a problem. Somebody needs to teach them how things work here. Right. And and they they got a a new merchant vessel called the Thunflower, Thunfire, Thun oh. something that Jesus. apparently is being bought by one of our company's clients. And, and unfortunately, since the 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 Sunfish is being built faster than our ship, because they they. They brought in a bunch of non-union dock workers, and he totally spits on the floor when he says non-union because we all know it's tons of syndicate unions in town. Yeah, that's rude. And that 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 if the 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 sun furnace were to be burnt down in docks, that the client would have to come back to us to buy the boat that they were in discussions with purchasing. Granted, we still got like a month or two before we get all the things we need to finish that boat. But if if nobody does anything, the Sun Fury will totally be finished <laughs> before the the month is out, even like two weeks from what they were bragging. And and that's that's hundreds of coin that that the, that the ironclad foundry and works is gonna lose. So if I knew anybody that's a pirate, and he elbows you, and he says pirate really loud, uncomfortably loud for your choice. <laughs> and he elbows you like a buddy chum chum and uh, totally hints that I would like another drink, that I should totally reach out and uh, see if you want to talk to the, the owner of my company or my foreman. So I'm going to casually oh. grab his hand in my fist squeeze it a little bit and and say you'll be careful with the way you're 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 spewing those those names around you be careful what you're calling people in public and, and he kind of looks at you and winks and he's like i gotcha <laughs> and this foreman will guarantee payment well, the, the the boss said he would, but I mean, if you want to talk to him about that, I would say you probably should talk to him firsthand because I don't know if they've hired somebody already. But you know, or you could go do the deed and come say, "Pay me now." Like the other five gangs who are going to try and take credit for it. All right. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I would say we go. Just confirm that we're off to do that with them because I don't trust this guy. Sorry. Well, he's no, definitely is a drunk. Give me some time to concoct flasks of alchemical explosives that we can use to right. burn it and you know start the burn in several different places. Yeah. Well, that and confirm this ship since there's probably every ship they build is called Sun Something probably so. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that he said like six different names. Well, yeah. exactly. So I'm like, yeah, their whole fleet's son, whatever he's been naming. So it's like, okay, yeah, he's wanna... well, uh, they are the what Don Forge or something, Don? Right. So yeah, so 
Yeah, we want to make sure we're burning down the right sun, whatever ship. Yeah. So basically, you got nothing for us except, hey, talk to my boss. And you're already three drinks in. Yeah, oh, um, I hear you. <laughs> um, so I think you're going to have to definitely try some green stuff now. <laughs> so, um, so should we? I say we go talk to the boss. Go, yep. hey, your flunky's stuck in this shit. How true we got here? What's what's up? That's my yep. thought. No, I agree. It, it, there's going to be nothing to come from uh, negotiating with this guy. Yeah, no, because he can't buy a beer, much less make payment. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you definitely get the idea that he he heard something and. Uh, Give me an insight check real quick. Uh, Anyone at the table. Okay. Thank you, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so an insight. Uh-huh. All right. Great, mind you. I only there, have a one to it. As opposed to two, each of us having negative one. So. Oh, right. Okay, so I am the better. <laughs> okay, here we go. You're at least on the positive side. Yeah. Hey, look at that. <laughs> you're you're yeah, pretty you're pretty sure that he's telling you all that he knows and all that he has access to. You you totally have the idea that uh, he's not the big cheese that you need. You know, if you wanted this as a job, you should talk to the big cheese. Okay. Let's go. What time of day is it? The big fromage. Currently, it's about. We'll say five o'clock since he's a shipyard worker. He's got to be at the end of his shift. I will buy him one last drink as we leave to keep him in the bar instead of taking him along with us to try and put a good word in. Ooh, good boy. <laughs> and he will gladly uh, stick around and keep keep working on the drink you gave him there. He has no problem doing that. Okay. Yeah. So... I mean, it wouldn't be ship. too odd to go to the shipyard and be like, oh, we're just here for uh, some uh, ship business. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, it is a, a shipyard and, you know, they have lots of folks coming through, putting in commissions, stuff like that. So it would yep. not be weird at all. Not at all. And usually so, yeah. these type of businesses, he's got a bunch of folks that have, you know, dark vision working late into the night because they're trying to build boats as quickly as they can. It's a booming business. Uh, <laughs> and it's never a wasted time looking at boats. All right. So I'll follow our fine friend here that of a certain persuasion or or, or skill set. I have a special specific skill set. No. Um, <laughs> and go to the dock because he knows his yeah. way around boats. Okay, so it just takes you guys a little while, and you totally find ironclad foundry and maritime works. Got this big, beautiful placard that's all inlaid iron into a wood placard. You know, beautiful workmanship. And you totally, you know, when you realize that there's a heavy amount of dwarven laborers working here, and immediately, you know, nice, you know, dressed script totally comes up and acknowledges you guys for coming in and basically asks uh, what can we do for you are you here for commissioning or repairing of a vessel we want to pretend like we're here to buy a ship or sure yeah yeah we're here to talk to the man about commissioning a ship oh sure uh we will uh, go ahead and have a seat there is some water if you'd like some you know, purified water, guaranteed not to have any contaminants. We import often. <laughs> As you know, they have you Very sit nice. there and wait Impressive. for a little while. And then eventually a gentleman comes out. He's got, you know, rolled up sleeves. He's got the little arm garters keeping his sleeves up. There. You can see some, a large amount on this dwarf's right hand ink blotches on the bottom of his arm. Obviously he does lots and lots of writing. But you see that, you know, 
His hand's got a decent callus as he totally comes over and immediately offers a handshake out to all three of you. As he definitely read them, turn it robust, robustly. Oh, he 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 just nods at your you know strong handshake and uh, basically uh, reaches into his pocket, pulls out a pair of little spectacles and puts them on his dainty face, which is not dainty; it is very rough. But the beard is immaculately groomed. And uh, he totally gives you guys the eyeball of a keen businessman checking out the wares. As he looks at all three of you, waiting for you to mention what the business is that you're here for. And do you guys give your real names or fake names? I say we give fakes. Okay. Okay. Just because yeah. it's... Yeah. Uh, I'm gosh Boom Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fake names for now. Give some random, like obscure Iosin name. Okay, and what 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 do you say is your business? So pirate. <laughs> we're we're here to commission a. I need. I need a new a new. Need a new ship. I need one, and then I'm going to start throwing out specifications that I know that describe on the surface sounds like a merchant ship, but to those in the business know it's more of a smuggler. Oh, interesting. You know, we'll, okay, and as you guys are all just, giving your stories, he seems very interested at the description of your boat, almost like he gets what you're selling. Someone, by the way, give me a deception check. I would um, be happy. Oh. I was like, let me see. My deception is plus three. I'm plus four. Me too. I'll let him do it. Sure. I'll totally give you advantage since you guys are working together. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm doing it. it yeah. As he immediately right, is saying, I can get a roll. come <laughs> back to my office. Wow. Double eleven. Right? That must yeah. mean something. So <laughs> you're fairly deceptive, but he is like, his eye lingers on you when you talk. So it makes you a little nervous. So you, he gives you this, like, that fatherly look of, I know you're up to shenanigans. But he smiles and says, come on back. Yep. So you guys get into the office. And he gestures to whoever's the last in line of you guys to close the door and immediately pulls down this map, which should be a map. And you actually see as he pulls it down, there's many, many layered sheets. It's like the old maps back in high school, you know, where they had the, the multi maps. And you realize that these are each ship design, but they're blown up. So you can see the finite detail on the ships. And uh, he kind of, you know, as he has his back to you guys, he gestures for you guys to, and tells you to go ahead and have a seat. And he flips through until he finds the correct one. And then he, like, gets a stool so he can stand up and pulls the pins. And then with this beautiful flip, like he's laying a bed sheet, he manages to swoop the blueprints down and drop them on his big drafting desk. That's his desk. And he then proceeds to get off his little stool and walks over and then says, so what is your real business as the door clicks float? Yeah. I'm assuming you're not wanting to pay 200,000 gold coins for a ship like this. And he points at the beautiful blueprint of the ship, which and so oddly kinda, enough is exactly what Boomhaller was calling for. Right. So I kind of lean, lean over to Boom and I'm like, uh, is that Set uh, kind of like the nice looking one over at that other dock. The, the one we were looking at over that at loop, the dock, dock the or something. Sun, the sun something. Sunfish, <laughs> sun scale, sun. As I Diaper. kind of am leaning over towards him, but I'm not like whispering, but quiet, but knowingly it's enough that he's going to obviously hear as I'm kind of out of the corner of my eye, giving him a, you know, kind of a glance. Trying to subtly imply. <laughs> and that's a great place to wrap it up there. 
thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CPPN to never miss a show or stream.